Hey everyone, it is the 16th of April 2019. How are you doing? This is the PDG Advertising Rundown. So uh, this morning at half past nine, I had a call with one of our Australian clients. Who am I kidding? One of our only Australian clients. Pretty, pretty proud to have a have an Australian plant. Sorry, that was my chair there making that noise. We uh, went through what we do normally with our clients. We do a weekly catch up and we go through performance from the last seven days and the plan for the next seven days. And you know, it went, uh, went really well today. We um, uncovered a couple of things that are really important to the customer and to their progress. This customer in particular is a e-commerce customer promoting a women's health product and we've been working with them for three years and we realized that we look at all of the metrics on Google to understand how well our advertising campaigns are going. But not once have we ever thought about recording how many customers we have on a week-on-week -week basis. This is alarming. It is also really interesting. Why wouldn't we have ever thought about the amount of customers that we have on a weekly basis? Like we track everything for this customer. We track web hits, e-commerce conversion rate, uh, email open rate, Facebook reach, amount spend on face, spent on Facebook ads, amount spent on Google ads, but not once in three years, which is over 150 weekly meetings, have we ever thought, let's track the amount of customers we have on a, on a weekly basis. I would feel bad as if that was something that we had missed, but in those three years, we've worked with a company called Wicked Reports, We've worked with another huge advertiser in the US and not once have I ever seen number of customers being a metric to monitor or a, a signal of growth or a, a red alert that it's going wrong if the number is not growing in line with what your expectations are. So I thought that was really interesting that we aren't tracking how many customers we're bringing in every week. We're nearly tracking everything except for that figure. And it's going to be something that we at PDG Advertising add in to our processes for customers. And we add in how many customers each customer has. The next thing that we did today was did some reporting Tuesday seems to be reporting day where we report back on progress. Um, why, why is that? I think it's because Monday is is can be too crazy a day to to present reporting. Um, whenever we used to do reporting on a Monday, we would end up struggling to give a great experience for the customer because we'd be, you know. Um, I don't know what makes Monday a difficult day, I guess, stuff building up from the weekend, um, 
a new start on Monday, people being revived and ready to go. It just means that there's maybe a lot in the inbox. Um, can be quite difficult to gather thoughts. So we made a kind of decision to say, no, we're not going to do any um, strategic or even tactical review calls on a Monday because it's just too difficult um, to get the right amount of space for a customer to be able to think about what they want to do with their next seven days. So what we do is on a Tuesday, we have calls with our customers. Don't worry, we have calls with our customers on other days of the week, um, right up to Friday, but just Monday seemed a little bit difficult. So on Tuesday, we have our call with our Australian customer, as I mentioned, and then we go right across the other part of the world um, to Africa, um, down to the very bottom to um, South Africa, where we have our, we send through our reporting for the school system that we do, the preschool system that we do advertising for in South Africa, all the way from this office in, in Belfast. The beauty of the internet, being able to um, create adverts here in Belfast that go all the way across Johannesburg um, in Gauteng and that deliver results for our customer. Uh, those adverts are advertising a network of 14 preschools in South Africa and what we're advertising on is Facebook and Google searching for people who parents who are interested in getting their children into a top quality preschool um, it's a private preschool and we create adverts we refresh the adverts we monitor progress on the adverts and we monitor uh, and we take down the results weekly and provide them to our customer and say look this is what's going well this is what has this is what we need to work on and this is where we need to um rethink or, or revamp and we've been working with that customer for over a year now which is great because you start to see the difference between before you were working with the customer and after you were working with the customer, um, you can, uh, you know, compare two time periods. So I can compare the 16th of April um, 2019 with the 16th of April 2018. And in this case, we were able to say we have increased intake of pupils by 30%, specifically on that exact week um, of, last, of last year. Um, and overall goodness maybe a hundred percent growth in in that business i don't know what that figure of growth is but it's definitely it's definitely up a dramatic amount since we since we started to to help and look i think it's important that we share the kind of one-two punches that we've been doing and what we've been doing with that customer is we help them create a video in terms of guidance we didn't create the video for them but we give them some guidance in terms of the videos that could be created. And they went ahead and did it. We find that is whenever we, we come across a customer that takes action quickly, they end up um, being very successful with us. Um, so they created the video that goes out to people who have never heard about this um, customer before, never heard about this preschool and gets them interested and gets them to click and gets them to the website. Whenever they've gone to the website, we then retarget um, those parents with um, progressional adverts that bring them closer to the brand and get them to, um, if they're interested, uh, have a visit to the school. And then um, 
if they don't sign up, we then if they don't sign up after that, we also retarget to bring them closer to uh, making a decision to actually sign up. So that is the kind of process for those adverts that go out, and it's quite an incredible, um, quite an incredible school, um, and quite an incredible customer to have all the way all the way from here in in Belfast to South Africa. They the things that we're doing specifically today, we were looking at. Um, the, the adverts that we were doing, the adverts that we do for that customer, they are consolidated. So the 14 schools are all consolidated into like a mothership presence. It wasn't always like that. Um, we did have adverts running for each separate school. So there were 14 different adverts running um, and 14 different streams of adverts running as well. But that um, we believe was too expensive to run and we believe that we could get some cost efficiencies. Now we have, but the problem with the um, setup right now is that um, th the spread of applications to the schools across those 14 is not as even or predictable as it was whenever we had 14 different streams of adverts going out. Um, there's a little bit of... Um, uh, the adverts, the, the advert spend is like oxygen and there's a little bit of some of the schools are taking up a little bit too much of that oxygen because they're, they're just in a more populated area. So we're currently trying to work that out and trying to figure out how we can get a more even spread of, of school intake with a consolidated advertising um, approach. So another thing that we're doing, some of the adverts that we're, we've created, um, some image-based ones, we are revamping them so that they um, match the customer's um, new branding palette. So the customer comes out with a new branding palette and they've let us know about it. So now we have to revamp the adverts to make sure that they're in, in line. Why this is all important is it's, it's good for us to have that weekly check-in with the customer to say, everything okay? How are things? Is there anything that's changed? What's changed in the business that needs attention and what needs to be um, what needs to be looked at? And I think that's part of our most of our successful relationships are built on those weekly check-ins to make sure that things are are going well and things are are okay. So next on the agenda today was we created a proposal for some social media services for a customer of ours that we have already. Now, what we do for this customer is email marketing and we were really pleased whenever we were doing it so well that we'd got it to a level of um, efficiency and proficiency, I guess, that we were then asked to expand the email marketing services with this customer and also to um, we were approached to create um, a social media content calendar plan and execution plan for this customer as well so um, as in any business um, there are clear things that you need to do to keep the business running so sales is always one of them but this kind of shows that whenever you do a great, great job with one thing, that you then get asked to do other things. <laughs> it's so funny. I remember in a business that I worked in before, and it, that was a that was known as a bad thing. 
um, in the business, whenever you do something really well, you get asked to to do more of it. I don't think that I've ever ever um, thought of it as a bad thing. But it, but the, the culture at that time in that business was, yeah, don't do too much because someone will ask you to do more. Now it is in my mind the exact thing that we want to happen at PDG Advertising. We want to do a great job, and then get asked to do more more stuff. Um, that's the perfect um, sales model in my mind. It costs nothing in advertising, and it is it is a great um, thing for us to to do. So, I think um, you know I, I want to include all of this stuff on this podcast because it's a really great way for us to review what we've done through the day to share with with you what we're doing and how we're doing it. Um, but that proposal for social media services really just outlined what we would do for our customer in terms of um, management of the platforms that we would be posting out on, like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I think the client asked for Google+, Plus, but it's gone now, so we can't do that for them. Um, the content that we would be posting out, examples of the content that we'd be posting out, um, how we would give the content some kick some um some push and that would be from some advertising budget that we would set aside to boost posts on facebook um and to maybe create some specific uh, facebook ads uh from from that and then the measurement and reporting so just as i was talking about the weekly meetings that have been really important that's installed in every proposal where we say we will you know, um, create your dashboard weekly and update you on it and go through what the next six days look like. Um, so that's pretty exciting and we're looking forward to um, getting through the next stage of that uh, proposal. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated on it, whether we, uh, whether we win it or not. Um, whether we do or not isn't so important. It's really important to me, but it's all a process it's an, and it's all part of um, working out how to to move up to that next level and how to you know get to where you want to go by by constantly pushing for new business by you know working on things that um that that you need to to make your to make your business more successful and make it grow so we finished off the proposal and i'm probably going to send it off tomorrow i would like to send it off today but um, I needed to go back and forth with, with the client a bit just to make sure that we got everything that they that they want in their proposal to make sure that we have a great chance of of winning um, that business. And then something crazy happened. So I'm not going to say any names, but a guy that um, I've been following on LinkedIn for a while hit me up for a um, hit, hit me up with a message, and he'd, he'd done it before about two or three months ago. Um, asking me to go to an event and I don't know if I'm particularly old school or not but he asked me to go to an event and if I was to send a message to someone asking for them to go to an event um, I would expect that event I, I would expect not to have to pay for that event and I understand um, that well I don't understand at all <laughs> I don't understand how you could send an invite to someone in, an inst- in a LinkedIn direct message to someone who you've never spoken to previously before. Um, now, I gotta say that the guy that sent me this, he's certainly not a bad guy, because, I mean, there's a lot of charlatans, a lot of 
a lot of snakes in our industry, but this guy's not. He's he, he's um, I've seen a couple of things that he's done with friends of mine, and the guy has a good heart. So there's no way that this guy is you know I I don't think that this guy is out to you know do me or anything like that. I just found it really weird and really strange that you would send someone a message asking someone to go to an event, sending them the link, a link, and then it being um, something that you have to pay for. It's quite a pricey, um, quite a quite a high price tag. So my answer to that had to be no, um, and I had to say it in certain terms that I don't think that this is appropriate, and I don't think that this is appropriate, and I think that there's a lot happening on LinkedIn right now that is not appropriate and that. Um, shouldn't be happening and I think that there will come a time whenever that that is a problem for the people that are peddling you know stuff on LinkedIn that they really shouldn't be um, but that caused me some problem I, I don't think I think I heard a I heard a saying yesterday from David Henderson of David Henderson design I think it's David Henderson I hope it's David Henderson and he said let's keep social social and I don't think there's anything social or pleasant or <laughs> I think etiquettes are being broken all over the place by sending by just firing off a message to someone that you've never really spoken to and expecting them to pay a hundred pound to go to an event and, and to be honest the event I didn't think the event would add value to my life and it might have done I don't know but the speakers had, had not heard of them and I just don't think that that's the way to do it. I think if you're going to do something like that, you must, must, must um, add value and show that you're adding value. And I actually think if you're creating an event yourself, I don't think that you should be charging people to, to come see it. Now, even if even if you get some big name star to come to it, I still don't think you should be charging people to come to come see it. Um, I think that that's wrong, and I think we've lost our way somehow in the building relationships thing. Because like that guy broke his relationship with me, and subsequently I have probably broken my relationship with him by saying by pulling him on it and saying no, we're not doing that, and I won't ever do that, and that's not the way to go about things. Um, but I, it's at the very least interesting that that's the world that we live in now online where we're hitting up people to come and uh, go to an event for a hundred quid but we're not willing to make a first hi how are you how are things going relationship builder um, question I wonder if in time this will work itself out and if that will stop happening or if that will happen more um, I believe that it will happen less as people realise that this is not how to behave um, and not, not good and leaves leaves people with a very bad feeling about the person that's instigating these kind of these kind of conversations. Another thing that we did today was creating a strategy document for a customer. I always at the start of any business relationship, someone who has asked us to help them with online advertising I make sure and create a strategy document that helps guide our path and get everybody on the same page and the one that we were doing today was an, a really incredible one it's for it's based in the UK so where have we been in the world today Australia in the morning 
South Africa in the afternoon and a little bit later on back to the UK and creating strategy for for customer there. So that that one is a, is is a wonderful uh, customer. They're all wonderful customers. But this one is a social cause customer. So it's a platform where you can upload videos to um, talk about specific social cause. It's it's very focused. It's it cuts out the noise of the internet. It's very um, it shows people um, a place where they can focus on. Um, things that really matter to them and they can engage and, and comment and work with each other to do it. Now, the, the big challenge with this customer is the the money. Where does the money come from to fund something like this? And what we're working out with that customer is the path um, to that, whether it's advertising on the channel, whether it's some sort of VC fund, whether it's, which I which I probably would never, which I don't think I would ever advise. Um, we'll, probably, we'll, we'll likely go down the advertising route, but this is... Um, something that we're working out right now. How many people do we need on a website like this before advertisers will take notice? When, what, how many emails or contacts do we need to have before we are worth someone advertising on us? Uh, and those are the things that we're working out in this strategy now. A lot of it kind of comes down to, is this a viable business decision? Is the overall business a viable business? Um, can it make money? Or, and, and also, are the methods that we're going to employ, will they um, help us reach our goals? So I suppose in short, with those strategies, we work with customers to um, understand what their goals are. And we work backwards from that to um, put the pieces together to get them to where they want and, and, and need to be. Another thing that has actually allowed me to create this recording is my slow laptop. I've been really struggling with this laptop. It's supposed to, it's a Lenovo, it's supposed to be the top of the range Lenovo laptop, and it is a snail whenever it comes to what I need to do. I don't think that my work is um, particularly heavy. There's not a lot of, I don't do any of the graphic design or the video design or editing and the the things that seem to be um, the things that seem to be slowing down the computer most are multiple browser windows open and specifically the Facebook ads channel or web page and Google AdWords pages. Um, Google Analytics as well I suspect has, has some burn on the um, speed of the laptop, but they seem to turn. Oh, it's Skype. Skype's another one, or any video um, calling service. So that's a real bummer right now. <laughs> right now, I'm looking at this refreshing your device um, screen where I'm trying to speed it up a little bit. But but I think I think I'm gonna have to talk to someone, an expert, about um, how to get a really fast laptop because it's honestly uh, upsetting my happiness ever so slightly. I'm a very happy person, so <laughs> um, I think it's about time that I. Um, talk to someone about that and, and got a got a faster faster uh, faster laptop and the uh, the last thing on my wallboard here to to talk about is the um, the task list that we created on asana um, about two weeks ago it's become really useful asana.com I guess is a um, it's a 
task management website software technology that allows you to put in recurring tasks or single tasks or anything to do with tasks really that um that anything to do with tasks really that you need to keep on top of um so today i mean at the start of this week we had something like 30 tasks to do um and we um we had 30 tasks to do and it um really helped to cut the task list down so right now in the week we have like four or five um tasks to do and now there's always going to be more tasks because we're always driving forward and going faster and going going um upwards but the tasks that we have been able to do are you know some are some are really complex some are not so so complex i suppose an example of one task is remember to create a social media post for one of our customers and another one is like as i said create a strategy for a new customer that we are um, onboarding into into their online advertising journey um, but that's really helpful now interestingly I also create a task list on my notebook um, don't know whether that's an OCD thing or whether it's useful but it really does um, help me just to keep in mind what needs to be done and when it needs to be done so lists and tasks are a very big part of what we do here at PDG advertising Guys, that was the um, first episode, I guess, the 16th of April episode of um, the PDG Advertising Rundown. And what we're going to try to do is take down the things that we're doing throughout the day and then talk about them and, you know, go through them. I think this helps myself, you know, and hopefully it can help some of some of you guys as well and let you know what we're let you know what we're doing here at, uh, at PDG Advertising. Always, if you want to share this, please feel free to. We'd love to get um, word of what we're doing out to um, as many people as possible. You never know who it could uh, could help. So any shares, ratings or comments um, are always very, very welcome. Have a great day.